Bonjour, and welcome to the Amateur Detective Club. This club is exactly how it sounds. A bunch of amateurs talking about their favorite mysteries. So if you encounter a real mystery or a murder, contact the proper authorities. Do not come to us. We do not know what we are doing. But enjoy the program. Allons-y. Let us begin. I now call this meeting of the amateur detective. Detective. Detect. I now call them. I now call this meeting to order of the amateur detective. Hi, Sir Ian McKellen. Oh, beans. Oh, good. Babble sound. What a short episode. <laughs> Sir Ian, I'm Hello, so glad everyone. we got you. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to the Amateur Detective Club listeners and Ian McKellen. I've played Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's my authority. <laughs> um, so that's good. Sometimes yeah. the books we read make fun of you, so that's fun. Well, you know, you can't win them all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Miles Newworth, boy detective. I'm Melissa Maley, the spy. I'm Tristan Miller, adult cop. That's right. I had my bar mitzvah this weekend. <laughs> Uh-oh. We've been doing your problems. I like, so I, I, I like uh, in the world I just built in my head in the last 15 seconds, mm-hmm. um, the bar mitzvah, it's like the bar mitzvah. Oh, yeah, like and it's for like lawyers. A, a, like for lawyers, but for detectives or uh-huh. cops oh, to good. grow up from uh, kid cops to adult cops. Yeah, I oh, passed my bar mitzvah. Mitzvah, mitzvah. <laughs> yeah. This guy's good. Solid wordplay. What are what 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 are we doing? <laughs> oh, we're going to be um handling a, a short story from Poirot Investigates, the kidnapping of the Prime Minister. Or the kidnapped Ooh. Prime Minister. Oh, it's probably that one. Kidnapped. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm setting. Yes. I'm minister of setting. Spin us spin us a, a word a word it's... painting. Yeah, I'm going to spin you a word painting right now. <laughs> um, what? So, <laughs> like, you know those things where you throw the paint on them and they spin around? What are they called? The spirograph? Are that, is that a thing? Is that something? Sure. I don't probably. know. Why not? I remember that. It is now. So it's the war. It's the Which war? Which war they don't mention. I assume the first one? I'm assuming it's World War Two. One. He just says. One? one? I would assume One. one? I think one. Okay. I don't know. Oh, dates. Yeah, they the never mention. They the just wars. say war and Germany is somehow involved. So there's a couple options there. Literally just two. But um, the prime minister of England has been kidnapped. That's the setting. That's basically the setting. But at the start, there's more pressing news regarding or like more immediate He got news. shot at. Yeah. You got, there was an assassination attempt, then he got kidnapped. And then these two guys, they show up to Poirot and they're like, hey- so guess what? Here's what happened. I'm your dad. <laughs> it's Here's weird. Not... It was actually Star Wars. It was really Zeus, super weird. Zeus Poirot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm literally Papa Poirot. Um, But they show up. They're like, the prime minister has been kidnapped. Here are the details. Going to minister of crime. Crime. That's me. 
Um, Prime time. Yes. I'm also now just, of course, fascinated to try and figure out when this short story was written. You're probably right. The the First World War, because they're generally like near the 1930s, but like like 1920s, rather. Publication date of Poirot Investigates is uh, 1924. And All right, yeah, so that would be yes. the first one. The first War. one. Um, preceded by Murder can on we, the Links. Can we talk for just a second? We can. About something. We let two of those happen. What? We let two of what happen? World Wars. We were just like, yeah, that was okay the first time. Let's just do it again only. I don't think they really took a vote. I don't think it, like, <laughs> I, I don't think it started Actually, as, I think we're going to do another yeah. World War. It just kind of oh. shook out that way. I can't believe it happened twice. Like, I do understand the sociopolitical uh, reasons that the Second World War happened because of the First World War. Jeez. But yes. In many, anyway, in many it's ways. twice. It happened twice. We'll How? never have another one. We'll that... stop it with our new Space Force. You guys excited for the Space Force? Very, gonna have? very much so. I'm going to be very happy when we stop all the World Wars with Space with our space force okay mm-hmm. good back to crime sure back to crimes that don't involve space forces or russia um <laughs> well, so here we go yes so oh just just for like uh so to set up sort of set up set up stuff uh <laughs> we are doing it uh, a short story from floro investigates and we listen to the audible version uh, narrated by David Suchet, performed by David Suchet. Yeah, I would say very much performed, specifically this one. Oh, he's he was so very good. Into it. Yep, he's always great. So yes, everyone's been very concerned about talks about pacifism. Like, there's some. I guess the Germans are like, oh no, no, no we don't need to do the war. And it sounds like it was very important that they do the war or something. Or, like, continue the war. Maybe it was just, like, they hadn't won yet, so Germany... I have no idea what the circumstances were. All I know yeah. is that during this this one, they were talking about how bad peace would be for a while. Which seems confusing. Yes. Um, but yes. I mean... Yes. <laughs> uh, so, here's what we know about the crime as we get going on our little adventure here. First, in the morning, the Prime Minister was shot at but the bullet only grazed his, she- his cheek. And he is being escorted by his secretary, Captain Daniels, who speaks tons of languages and has a couple of aunts. That's what we know about this Daniels dude, basically. Um, yes. His chauffeur was named Mr. O'Murphy. Uh, and he was driving their car when they uh, the car deviated from its path. Like, they, act- they went and made a little turn that they weren't supposed to. They were held yeah. up by some in very dramatic fashion, by some robbers or something. In masks. Yeah, and that's when the shot happened that grazed the cheek. So he quickly went to the hospital, had his face dished up, and then went on his way. And the car was found outside an unsavory restaurant in Soho, known to be frequented by German agents. Yeah. So, uh, Poirot thinks, uh, yeah, Poirot is like, I don't know about this rifle shot. That seems like a really sketchy, weird thing for them to do. Like, mm-hmm. uh, he gets interrupted when the investigators come into the room, but 
Yeah, he seems like he's about to say, no one would. This is what I think Poirot was going to say. I think he was going to say, okay. no one who's actually trying to do an assassination takes a right to try and yeah, do that. Yeah, pretty much. That's what I think that he was about to get into. So now, Poirot is being visited because the prime minister by was... By three ghosts. By three ghosts. <laughs> first, at the stroke I must one. learn humility, calmness, <laughs> and a better fashion sense. No, I'm just kidding. The last one, I am perfect. <laughs> Uh, Let's get the grease out of my gray suit. That <laughs> is all the ghost says. <laughs> yes, that's going on when we meet our heroes at the beginning of the story. Claro has a bit of grease in his suit that he's trying to get out. The grease is not good. I sounded I suddenly love... weirdly Italian there. <laughs> I love how he uses like masculine and feminine pronouns when it's not necessary. Oh yeah, he anthrop- anthropomorphizes everything. It's really cute. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, uh, this landlady, like, is constantly popping in and out. Yes. I want to hear her story. I want to hear what's yeah. going on from the landlady's perspective. Because Absolutely. how buck wild must it be to be Poirot's landlady? Like, the things you see and hear, she's only getting little snippets of everything. I think, <laughs> I think 80% of it is just, Ace things, you are a moron! Yeah. Ace things! Oh. Guys, let's write that movie. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> also, again, Mr. Poro, you have some you have some visitors here. They uh, they seem to be I don't know what this accent is that I'm doing. They seem to be uh, policemen again. Terrible. This person this person also seems to have just been shot at. Uh, also, there's a person in here that is uh, bleeding. I don't know. <laughs> remember when? Remember when in the Big Four? That guy just shows up. Yeah. In Poirot's room. It, yeah, we threw a window. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then she just walks him, wa- watches him walk out. He's like, yeah, that's probably fine. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's Ser- not my business. Not paying me enough. <laughs> Seriously. I'm gonna put my life in my line. It's Bill Nye playing the landlady. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect casting. So, anyway, the so the prime minister, after <laughs> yes. after being shot at, he apparently got on a boat to France. Yeah, he gets on a boat to France because uh, they're going to Versailles to have a uh, a war to- the opposite of peace talks. Yes, an Allied conference is coming up tomorrow at Versailles, and Mac- yeah. uh, Prime Minister McAdams is slated to speak there. And his absence could have disastrous results, and he alone can represent England. So clearly, someone is trying to prevent him from going is what it everyone seems to think. He was picked up by a bogus car and a bogus driver. The real driver was found what was it? Like gagged and chloroformed? That is correct. No, not the not, driver, not a mer- the secretary. Oh. Was found gagged and chloroformed when they find the real car. Ah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, they find the bogus car um and they're like, "Oh, the 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 fake one was or they find the real car." Uh, sorry. They find the real car, and they they don't know how it was, like, swapped out. And then they oh. finally find the bogus car the prime minister was in, and the secretary is still in it, bound, gagged, and chloroformed. Oh, okay. I kind of, like, melded those two things together in my mm-hmm. brain. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I listened to this one three times, because every time I just got confused. <laughs> There's a couple There's, things in there that are a little perplexing, like the language they use. Or then Poirot does something cute, and you get really distracted. And you're like, yeah, I that can't. happens a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, so, and that's it. 
and the prime minister seems to have basically disappeared. Voila. Voila. Now, or anti-voila. Uh, Miles, do you want to tell us who might have done it? Yeah. At this point, they believe there are two suspects. All uh, of Germany and all of the rest of the world. No, um, <laughs> uh, they, they, Poirot believes that in order for this to have happened, one of the people in the car had to have been involved. So it breaks it down to Captain Daniels. It's mm-hmm. Daniels, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, or Mr. O'Murphy, the driver. And he lists off like the pluses and minuses of each one. And mm-hmm. like, Mr. O'Murphy is like a, a Scotland Yard man, um, and uh, that's all I remember about him. And then Daniels is, um, <laughs> uh, he's like nothing's known about him except for that he has aunts and he's, that are in the area. He also and speaks, he speaks seven languages. Right. Yes. Yeah. And Which, yeah, Poro. Poro says he can. No, he. You, he cannot be English. You guys, you cannot do English well, the yeah. language well. Yeah. Oh, you English people are all the same. You do not do linguistics goodly. Yeah, yeah. I, like I, I do not mean to offend, yeah. but uh, he speaks too many languages for a good Englishman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, can we talk about the name O Murphy for a second? Oh, oh Murphy. Murphy. That's oh, dang, <laughs> Miles. Oh, you too. <laughs> that was bad. It was a bad okay, we'll use that to sync our audio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's the most Irish name I've ever heard in my entire life. O Murphy. O Murphy. O apostrophe yeah. Murphy. I don't think o it's. I, I don't think it's O like O Henry. I think it's O Murphy. Yeah, it's O apostrophe Murphy. Yeah. 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 It's just it's like son of Murphy. It's like a version of Mick of. Of Murphy. Of Murphy. Yep. Stock. Or I think Flanagan is really Irish. Or O'Flattery. Yeah. The O'Flattery. Oh, Doherty. But, um, like, you get an O in front of the name and it's automatically Irish. Mm-hmm. And, and then you get Murphy and, like, that's also clearly Irish. So we're just doubling yeah. down yeah. on it right here. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's just yeah, some so, very um, cute things that happen in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like, cute well, moments. Yeah, like when they um they get the case. Are you done with the? Yeah, those okay. are our guys. Yeah. So they get the case, then they're like, okay, well, he was taken to um, a France, so we should head there, right? And Poirot's like, I don't know, maybe I just got this one, guys. <laughs> they're like, no, Poirot, come on, come on. So they go on a boat because it's basically because Poirot doesn't like boats. Oh no, and it he, is well and established. He gets really anxious and upset, and his stomach gets really upset. He has so the mouth and mouth exercises. Yes. It's so cute. It's very cute. It's so cute. Um, oh god, he just really hates the sea. Every time they're getting on a boat, the I just brace myself. Things. The my hateful sea. sea. <laughs> oh. Things I cannot abide this sea. So when the investigators are still backtracking a little bit, when they're still at, oh, yeah. at Poirot's flat, um, there's uh, the conference is at nine tomorrow night. And it is now a quarter to nine. So yes. one of the investigators says twenty four hours, and Poirot says and a quarter. And a quarter. Do not forget the quarter; it may come in useful. Yes, it's very cute. It's adorable. Also, he has a giant watch, like a big watch, like a Flava Flav watch. Like apparently. a turnip. He always refers to his yeah his turnip. His turnip, turnip of a watch. Yes, it's like a big old honky watch, honkin', <laughs> not yeah. honky watch. That's something different. That's something. <laughs> 
I'm not going to get into it. Let's not. So, Poirot talks about doing something. It's not really a very interesting thing that he talks about. But he's like, Hastings, I'm going to do this. And Hastings says, he suited the action to the word. Do you know what that is? Do you know what that's a reference to? That's Hamlet. Ah. Yes. That's Uh, nice. uh, Hamlet's instructions to the players. uh, Yes. Suit the action to the word and the word to the action, which actually is just a really good acting tip. So thanks, Mm -hmm. Hamlet and Shakespeare. And then Agatha for clearly clearly knowing knowing that one. I mean, of course, Agatha Christie has read Hamlet. Of course. That makes sense. (laughs) Yes. She was it's required reading in England. It's like a third level reading book. You know how Hamlet's a book? Uh, yeah. So um, they go to France and they don't find anything useful, basically. Yeah. Poirot sits in a room for five hours. And Poirot <laughs> literally goes, I'm not going to go out. I don't. There's no clues here. Let me just sit and think for a minute. And for five hours, he just sits there and goes, um, oh. And everyone watches him. And everyone and just sits point. there watching him. Can we talk about how extra Poirot is? Because he get like, <laughs> Hastings is like, it's like five hours and Hastings is finally like, I'm going to just go look out the window, I guess. It's fine. Yeah. And then he does. And then immediately Poirot goes, let us leave. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. And so they go back to London. Yep. Where they go to a flat. Well, so Poirot right. wants to retrace all of the steps, basically. He's like, we've got to start from mm-hmm. the very, very beginning. And everyone else mm-hmm. is like, nah, don't think we need to do that. But Poirot insists it is the only way to go. Because. Yes. Yes. They go back to the flat. Go ahead. Go back, Keep doing the thing. Um, of the the guy with the aunts, right? They, go- well, they head in that direction and check one of the doors and Hastings is like, ah, so we suspect Daniels because we must be going to his aunt's. Um, mm-hmm. But no one's there and Poirot shakes his head. And then they go check out some cottage hospitals yeah. in the area. Yeah. And they see a car by the side of the road at one point and none of this is being explained to us. We're just being told cottage hospitals, car on the side of the road. Yeah. And then we go to another house. Right. And so yeah. they get three people out of the house. One people, one people, mm-hmm. one person goes with Hastings and, and uh, this other dude, and then two others are in, the other two are in a different car. So mm-hmm. we find out very quickly that the one with Hastings is O'Murphy. So of course Hastings is like, oh, he did it, huh? Yeah. Because that's Hastings. Hastings is like, yeah. oh, well, yep, that's got to be it. We, uh, he is an Excellent parkour artist of jumping to conclusions. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like, watch this triple backflip, gorilla jump, sk- skeet down this handrail. Right into these conclusions. Right into these conclusions. <laughs> Those conclusions didn't know what was going to hit them. Uh, nope. Yes. And so then we learn a little bit later that the people in the other car were this aunt of Daniel's, right? This woman? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and the prime minister. What? Yeah, they, they end up pulling into an airport, and Hastings is like, "We can't fly there. We like surely we're here because Poirot's talked to them and figured out where they're hiding the prime minister in France, and he's going to fly there and save him himself. He should just send a 
thing. And so he a gets telegram. out. And, a telegram, yeah. And so he gets out and shakes Boris. I was like, well, congratulations on getting the location from them. But surely you should send a telegram instead of going yourself. Yeah, no. And Boris is like, there are some things you cannot telegram. <laughs> yes, and, that's right. It's like me. I'm the. Pro- um, it's uh, it's it's me, the the prime minister, uh, Hugh Grant. Yes. Yes. So here's what. We- and he dances to France <laughs> to jump. So here's what. Re- <laughs> here's what really happened. Uh, the prime minister was never kidnapped in France. He never got to France. He no. was kidnapped during the staged shooting attempt. So what really happened was that Daniels chloroformed the prime minister while they were making that first trip and, and O Murphy and got a couple of folks to fill in for them. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, pushed them aside. And so the, bleh, the guy who actually, no one was ever shot in the face. No um, one has ever shot. Yeah, that was just an excuse for the fake prime minister to have a bandage on part of his face. Yes, exactly. And the rest mm-hmm. was Dan has been like, the prime minister's uh, unavailable for talking. He has a big speech coming up. Yes, this is what happened. He was shot in the face, but he's fine. Right. And apparently. <laughs> yeah, which just sounds like, bad. Like, just yeah. like Dick Cheney did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just grazed his cheek. But he also was known to do vocal rest before he had big speeches. So no one really questioned yeah. it. So it was, mm. you know, everyone thought that that was totally cool. And then, yeah, so everything else there, there before was uh, staged. So when mm-hmm. oh, Murphy went missing, obviously the suspicion was on him. But it, it still seems that the prime minister was completely fine. And so they staged the whole damn thing in France. And to throw everybody off. But All right. And that's that's pretty much it. My like, I liked this one. My issue is though, like, much like Poirot thought, there wasn't much, and it wasn't even like there wasn't any clues to lead me to believe the prime minister ever got to France. It's True. just like there was nothing to go on if he was there. And I know that this is a murder mystery that gets solved. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, like, so it occurred to me, like, yeah, they were faking. He's not in France. Yeah, like, no, absolutely not. So like, but but that occurred to me early enough that the second half of the book dragged because I was because I was ahead of it, right? Oh sure, yeah, yeah. yeah same. So. Um, well, but, oh, there's just actually a couple other things that, uh, at the end of it. Uh, mm-hmm. He gets Poirot gets a note, and it's really ominous. It's something just like soon. No, no, no. It's no. Not, it's just in time. Oh, in which time. Which I think is just saying the, the Prime Minister made it. Oh. I don't remember I, this at all. Okay. All right. So here's what I thought this meant. Because uh, okay. that, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> in time? Yeah, in time. Okay. So I Rather thought... in time. Right. That's what I thought. Because, you know... Okay, okay. In time means like, oh, made it. Not <laughs> soon, which is how I soon. read it. Soon. Which would like, be geez. way more dramatic and awesome. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> like that would be very cool. You I'm, know, I'm almost sad that I didn't read it that way. Oh man! No, would have like if we had all like read it that way and been convinced and just waited, like <laughs> <laughs> never paid off. And we we talk about it in every episode. What, yeah. When, when are we gonna find going out about to, the note? When is this happening? When are we gonna find out? Oh wow! We're going to see Hugh Grant again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 
Because obviously Always the prime the minister is made, is uh, actually I feel like this prime minister not the one in love is not the one in love actually. What? I think there's this, more than one. Yeah, I think this one is a, probably a redhead. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I just think then he I is. I would choose Domil Gleason. Great. All right. Sounds good. Yep. Uh, but yes, he does make the speech, and it completely secured everything, and they kept on warring. So I guess... Oh, goodness. Gre- <laughs> yeah. Sounds... <sighs> I mean, the pacifist in me feels like this is a terrible ending, but I guess, you know... We but we do know how the wars end, so like... Yes. Yeah. I guess we couldn't let the Germans get away with it. Could you imagine if in this, the, he had been murdered, and then the the end of this short story was, and then Hastings became the Prime Minister double for the rest of his days. That would be, like, not the same. But that would be, like, how how Gary, Jerry, Terry, Larry yes. from Parks and Rec becomes the mayor of Pawnee. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, oh, so, oh, we forgot to right- say, we forgot to say. Uh, his aunt is actually a German spy. So yes, I was like, it so was... I left them a little gift. Yeah, it was the Germans. It was them. Alrighty, let's rate it. Yeah, Miles. Oh, um, I'm going to say it's out of five, right? For the yes. short stories. Yeah, short I'm going ones. to say a solid two and a half. Like I liked it, but I it was nowhere near my favorite. So here's the thing. I feel like if I liked something, I can't give it lower than a three. Yeah, I hear you. So I'm going to give it a three. Because it was good. Okay. I didn't dislike it. Like, I had a good time. It was fun. Yeah. That's it. Like, I listened to it three times because it was confusing every time to me because my brain was bad those days. Nothing to do with the book, Agatha. Don't worry. You did a good job. Don't worry, Aggie. Oh. Listen to this program. Yes, Don't worry, from Aggie. beyond the grave. I still like you. <laughs> I think she'd prefer Aggie or or like Gathy, like Kathy with a G. I think she I think would she prefer Agatha. Way. I think she would prefer Agatha. Thank I think you. you. No, wait. I think she would prefer Miss Mrs. Christie. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> hey, how's it hanging, Gathanator? Bad. Oh, uh, a sin you've just said on my podcast. <laughs> Isn't it our, our podcast? podcast? Okay. But anyway, three. It's good. Right. I just didn't understand what was going on because I was sleepy. <laughs> All right. I would love to see the episode version of this, though. I think yeah. we should, and there is one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys for, for listening along. Uh, make sure to rate and review us on the Apple podcast if you if you listen through there. Uh, tweet at us. Join our awesome Facebook group. Yeah. The Twitter handle is ADCPod. ADC um, and uh, we have an awesome Facebook group. You can find us to search Amateur Detective Club. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening. I'm going to go ahead and call this meeting adjourned. Gavel sound. Jacques. Oh, no, I don't. You don't have a thing to do.
Hey Tristan. Hey Christina. Do you like anime? I don't know. Do you like me? I, yes. Do you want to watch anime with me? I, I, yes. Do you want to make it into a podcast? I, I, yes. <laughs> Great. What's it going to be called? It's called the Animazing Podcast. When it comes out. It comes out every Saturday. Bye.